Welcome to the Saturday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast, where we take a look at the sky still, but we do it through the lens of the financial markets with financial astrologer Ray Merriman's weekly newsletter, MMACycles.com. Thomas Miller here. Thanks for joining us. Boy, I took a look at the podcast numbers yesterday, and things have jumped a lot, maybe from some of the TikTok videos. So if you're watching us afresh and anew, welcome. We look at the sky every Monday through Friday, five, six, seven minutes usually. And then on Saturdays, we read this newsletter from Ray with his permission and blessing. And I was able to narrate two audiobooks for Ray and his group. Forecast 2023 is a mundane look at the whole year. And then Trends 2023 is a sun sign book. And we happen to be doing a book club on that on the funastrology.com website. So there's a lot going on around this group, and we really appreciate the relationship with Ray and his team. And this guy's been doing this since the 70s, so he is truly the dean of financial astrology. So let's jump in. If you'd like to follow along or read it for yourself, mmacycles.com. You go to the top, and there's a free weekly forecast tab. That's where we are. And this first news clip is from Fox Business News from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's press conference. So at a basic level, he said, Silicon Valley bank management failed badly. They grew the bank very quickly. They exposed the bank to significant liquidity risk and interest rate risk and didn't hedge that risk, Powell said Wednesday during a press conference that followed the Fed's announcement of a 25 basis point interest rate hike. And then this from the Wall Street Journal, and quoting Fed Chair Powell, what I'm saying is you've seen that we have the tools to protect depositors when there is a threat of serious harm to the economy or to the financial system. We're prepared to use those tools. I think depositors should assume that their deposits are safe. Now Ray's comments. This was the week that the 20-year ingress of Pluto into Aquarius began. It's a big deal. The banking crisis hasn't disappeared yet, but the global equity markets held their lows of March 15th to 20th, right in the middle of the geocosmic tsunami that coincided with great hysteria regarding a threat to the world financial and banking system. This threat was a perfect storm of the Sun-Neptune conjunction squaring Mars, hysteria and anger, combined with Venus square Pluto, fear of losing money or love, depending on which side of the Venus principle you hold most dear. Now, Venus has moved into its ruling sign of Taurus, which is supposed to coincide with stability in these same areas. Yet, in typical Taurus fashion, it is slow in coming around the corner. Progress and confidence in resolving a crisis seem to proceed at a pace of a turtle race. Still, most global markets posted modest gains last week after the prior week's lows through Monday morning, March 20th. Equity markets crept higher into Tuesday, and then they pulled back as the moon waddled into Taurus to join Venus. Traders began to think that maybe this problem-solving wasn't moving fast enough, and maybe the crisis is real, and serious banking problems are still lurking about. Traders bid stocks higher, but not with any kind of conviction, not yet. And maybe they won't, given that another geocosmic tsunami looms ahead in mid-April and mid-May. Therefore, the turtle race continues with caution and skepticism. However, in other markets, it was more a rabbit race, which makes sense, as we are now in the year of the rabbit in Chinese astrology. 
Gold soared to a high of 2014 on Monday, March 20th, right in the middle of the cosmic storm. Silver continued higher all week, reaching 2370 on Friday. Just two weeks ago, gold was testing 1800 and silver had fallen below 20. Cryptocurrencies, like gold, were on fire. It was a week for natural calamities, tsunamis in equities, sun, Neptune, and Pisces the prior week, fires in metals and cryptos, the sun moving into Aries after its square to Mars, Bitcoin, which made a half-primary cycle low on March 10th at 19.540, exploded to a nine-month high of 28,917 on Wednesday, March 22nd. When you get bank runs going, traders run from fiat paper currency to gold and digital currencies as safe havens. Usually it's the dollar they run to for safety, but given that they went for a different type of currency this time, it must be more like a five-alarm fire. I wouldn't be surprised to see a rolling series of financial mini-crises back and forth through the summer until this summer's Venus retrograde ends in early September. Now the short-term geocosmics. In addition to Saturn changing signs on March 7th and Pluto doing the same on March 23rd, another important ingress occurs today, Saturday, March 25th, when Mars enters Cancer. We talked about it yesterday. And we also saw the Sun ingress into Aries, the sign ruled by Mars, on the spring equinox of March 20th. That's like a ping-pong match with lots of head-turning in a short amount of time which reflects the state of the financial community this month. Shorter term, the narrative can change this week as Venus gets more comfortable in its ruling sign of Taurus and the Sun-Mars square separates. The temperature of the crisis might go down, but it is still mixing fire with water for the next month. So pleasing everyone, or anyone, may be a challenging task. Mars moving into zero degrees cancer this weekend is meaningful because the founding of the Federal Reserve Board was on December 23, 1913, when the Sun was in opposition to Pluto at, guess what, zero degrees cancer <laughs> Capricorn. In late January 2008, Venus was conjunct Pluto at, guess what again, zero to one degrees Capricorn. Whenever Mars or an outer planet transits over an equinox or a solstice point, zero-degree cardinal signs, it highlights the Federal Reserve Board chart, and this is no exception. All eyes are on the Fed. With Mars prominent, the Fed is likely to take more dramatic action this week, and to its critics, this may appear impulsive and risky. Mars and Aries are signatures of risk-taking in a situation that requires strong action. Will it work? I don't know, but Mars in Cancer is usually a combination that is inclined to complaints and fault-finding for whatever one does, and it will be there until May 20th. There may be calls for the abolishment of the Fed, or at least the resignation of Chair Powell. He'll have his work cut out to satisfy all the critics with his decisions. My advice to his critics? Try to be constructive. Opening complaints with no reasonable or realistic suggestions for a solution will be counterproductive and will just exacerbate a foul mood. Mars in Cancer can be very annoying at that. On the other hand, the transit of Mars in early Cancer will conjoin the Venus-Jupiter conjunction in the chart of the U.S. through April 7th. 
Just maybe the Fed's actions will be successful, or at least deserve a chance. It is possible this will coincide with a strong rally or plunge in U.S. equity prices. It is either the beginning of a new cycle, bullish, that started the prior week and prices will rally sharply, or the end of an older cycle, bearish, that is due to end at any time. Yes, I have my bias as to which it will be. Obviously, he's thinking positive. My aside on that right here is that it was looking that way before all of this banking stuff happened. Last paragraph. On top of that, a new curveball may be thrown as Venus conjoins Uranus in Taurus on March 30th. The poor Taurus within us just wants stability and for the volume of alarm to quiet down. But Uranus wants nothing to do with quiet and calm. He takes great pride in being a disruptor. Taurus wants support and resistance to hold. Uranus wants to break boundaries and limits. So it will be like a struggle to maintain the recent lows in equities and highs in metals and Bitcoin. If the dam breaks, watch out below or above. But if they hold, then we will have the making of a market reversal underway from the recent lows of March 15th to 20th in the stocks and March 20th to 22nd highs in metal and Bitcoin. And that's the financial summary for this week. And you know, as we we could do all of next week's podcast right here because <laughs> we have a very light week except for Thursday, the 30th. And that is when Mars trines Saturn and Venus conjoins Uranus. The only other aspect, the only other time that two, the two planets align in the sky next week is Tuesday when Mercury conjoins Jupiter. The rest of the week we're following the moon. You know, that's interesting, too, because it just seems as you follow this stuff every day, you see that when big things happen, often the sky rests. We have a solar eclipse coming up here in just, uh, well, April 20th, so we're resting ahead of that for sure. Eclipses are big major stuff in financial astrology. We've covered this so much this week, and what I'm going to do next week in light of the slower week is we'll go back to that chart where Pluto moved into Aquarius, and we'll pick that apart because there is so much in there that we can talk about all week. There's a lot. So that's what we'll do. We'll continue the theme. Have a great rest of the weekend. Sunday nights, we do a Facebook Live and a YouTube Live at 8 p.m., it's basically a manifesting meditation. So if you're available at 8 p.m., come join us. YouTube, the Fun Astrology channel, and also our Fun Astrology podcast listeners private group on Facebook. We'll see you there. Have a great one. Love you. Bye-bye.